We should not try to make these people or any of their children into philosophers or men of learning or men of science. We have not to raise up from among them authors, editors, poets, or men of letters. We should not search for embryo great artists, painters, musicians, nor lawyers, doctors, preachers, politicians, statements of whom we have ample supply. The task we set before ourselves is very simple as well as very beautiful one. To train these people as we have found them to be perfectly idle life just where they are. So we will organize our children into a little community and teach them to do in a perfect way the things their fathers and mothers are doing in an imperfect way in the homes, in the shops, and on the farm. Peace family and welcome back to Rooted in Muddy Waters, the podcast. All right. So what I just read to you all is a um, the philosophy of the general board. Um, occasional papers number one. You can look this up um, on the internet, and you can do a little bit of research. But that was the start of the board of education of the general board. Um. The general education board they've changed the names over the years but that was the start of it all right that was the start of it all right and also look up um john d rockefeller if you don't know anything about him look him up as well all right and if you haven't guessed it by now this episode is about homeschool. All right. So we're going to get into it. And I just wanted to read that because, again, we're going to be talking about homeschool and my, our decision to homeschool, um, how we came into homeschool, all the things homeschool. All right. And um, I guess the question that I asked myself. When we first decided to homeschool our children, or when my first husband first told me he thinks we should homeschool our children, is that, am I a teacher? Am I? I don't know. I don't know. But we're going to talk about it. Um, so again, I just read, what I just read to you was basically the philosophy for the General Board of Education. Again, it is public knowledge or public information. Go on the internet, read it, um, read it good, read it well. Look into the founders. Look into how much fiat has gone into what well, went into them creating this system, um, and look at the history of education, the history of you know how these schools were created when they were started. Um, and all the jazz. So just look into that stuff. You know, if you want to know, you want to know. Like, at this point in life, like, there's so much information at your fingertips. And if at the end of the day, it's like, are you even willing to, to look for this information or to seek this information out? If not, okay. But if you are someone who are is seeking that type of information, that type of knowledge, the internet... 
the library is going to be your friend. All right, so um, let's get into it. So deciding to homeschool our children. Well, as you heard from my previous episode, I am a stay-at-home mom. Um, and around the time um, I was staying home, it was just me and my son. My daughter was still going to public school. And um, she started having issues in school. And issues that I could quite understand. Like, it didn't make sense to me. And um, my husband was like, well, why don't we just homeschool? Why don't you take her out of school? You're home. You're already home anyway. You're a stay-at-home mom. You're already home anyway. And, you know, let's be honest. Like, is the school serving her? Like, we went through public school. Like, did it really serve us? You know, a lot of the shit that we know now, things that we've taught ourselves and that we learned after the fact. So, like, you know, let's uh, let's let's try it out. Let's see if we, you know, let's try to homeschool the children. Again, am I teaching? You know, <clears throat> so I was like, okay, all right, let's find out what, what we can do to homeschool. So, the internet's looked to see what I had to do to homeschool. Found out that there was actually homeschool laws. Found out that. There's actually specific laws for each state. Each state has different laws. There's some states that doesn't really have any laws. Like you can homeschool your children if you want to. You don't tell nobody. You just do. Just my, you know, it's your business, which it is. It is your business. And uh, there's some states where you got like this, the rules and the laws is just like crazy as hell. And then in the territory that I'm in, like kind of lax you know you just do a couple things and you get to homeschool in the way you want uh let's go through the whole like emotional roller coaster of um deciding to homeschool our children so this is something else that happened all around the same time that my family and I were like making certain changes in our lives and homeschool was also one of those changes and so again scared didn't know what I was doing, was very unsure that I had what it took to even homeschool my children. I'm like, I'm not a teacher. I can't teach my children. I can't teach them. Like, I don't know how to do that. And think about it now, it was just a very, I don't want to call myself stupid, but it was just a very inaccurate statement to make, you know, but I was scared in the beginning. I was unsure in the beginning. Again, no, knew no one, knew no one who was homeschooling their children. Nobody in my circle at the time, my two, two close friends, they didn't have any kids. Um, didn't know anyone that was homeschooling their children. Not a soul. I went through public school. My brothers went through public school. All of my cousins, like my aunts, my mom, my grandma, they didn't homeschool. They sent our ass to school. Whether they was home or not, they didn't care. Take your ass to school. Like, and that's how most people think, right? But that's all I knew. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know nothing else. Like, homeschool children. 
And then I thought, like, we don't homeschool our children. And when I say we, I mean people that look like me. Melanated people. We don't homeschool our children. Well, I'm a homeschool children. Like, what? Like, it's just like that, that, like, how I'm talking is not making any sense. That's how my brain was going when my husband suggested that we homeschool the children. Like, what? Huh? What? I'm not a teacher. We don't do that. We send them to school. The school can teach them. And he's like, no, we should homeschool the children. I'm like, okay. Great. True. I am home. I'm home. I'm home all day. You know, at the time, Elijah was still an infant. You know, he wasn't really talking much. You know, just hanging out at the house with me. You know, eating. And that's about it. Eating and sleeping. You know, and trying to talk but not really saying words. So, yeah. So, I was like, okay, we're going to try this out. So, again, went to the internet's. Did a whole bunch of research, found out what the requirements or the law was for the territory that I am in. Found out what I had to do as far as getting her out of school. Um, if you guys want me to actually go through that process, um, I can do that. Just let me know in the comments if you want me to, to go through the actual process of, you know, what you need to do if you are wanting to take your child out of the public school system um and you know the type of documents that you need to create and have signed um and sent in and all that stuff like let me know if you guys want that in detail and I can do another episode and we can talk about that so just let me know in the comments um you can also email me and let me know if that's something that you all want to like dive deeper into um to get a better understanding of it um but like the requirements and what you got to do to like take your child out of school um, also, if you're, you know, seeking any type of assistance as far as like understanding your laws and requirements for the territory or the state that you're in, you can hit me up for that too. And again, we can have that conversation, but that's basically what I did. Like I just, you know, just did my research, did my due diligence. I did my research, figure out what I had to do to, um, to you know take her out of school to get her started with homeschool what the requirements were figure out you know again that's another situation I'm like okay what does homeschool look like for me what does homeschool look like for us like do I have to homeschool this way and that's what I was thinking like I had I was thinking like okay I had to homeschool a specific way and I also thought oh well I have to we got to get up early in the morning and we got to start our day that shit didn't last but we'll talk about it but you know thinking that oh it had to be this certain way <clears throat> as to you know us going into homeschool um and you know it it was an interesting journey in the beginning um but a very scary one um and after doing all my research after looking into what I had to do to start homeschooling you know, and then again, like me still being in the mindset of school and the way school is, like I tried to incorporate that to our life at home and it just didn't work. The child was pushing back. I was pushing back. We were both frustrated. At the end of the, at the, end of the first year, we both were frustrated and burnt out. And I'm like, I don't want to do this shit. This is too hard. I don't do this shit. And there's another time where I almost had a breakdown. And I told my husband, I'm sending, I'm sending her ass back to school. I can't do this. And then again, when my husband called me off of the cliff. 
I was about to jump. He called me back off the cliff. He got me off the cliff. And his question to me was, why are we doing this? And it took me a minute to, to, to figure out or to come to words with what our why is. So had to figure out what my why was. And my why was, and still is, is because I want my children to not be trained to be slaves. That's one of them. Two, I want my children to be able to be taught in a way that fits them, not them being forced to fit the shoe of the educational system. I want them to be able to be taught in a way that fits them, that caters to them, that feeds them mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and educationally. I want them to be comfortable with who they are and not feel the pressure that are put on them in schools. I want them to focus on their interests and what they're passionate about. And I feel like homeschool does that for us. Homeschool allows me to create a curriculum for my children that fits them as individuals. My daughter's uh, curriculum versus my son's curriculum, two different curriculums. Why? One, because they're age grab, they're different ages. Two, because they have completely different interests. The interest that my daughter had when she was five is a completely different interest that my son now has at five. They're two different people. So why am I going to try to teach them in the exact same way? They have different interests. So why am I going to try to teach these two people who are complete opposites in the exact same way? It will not work. It does not work. What I've learned is that with homeschool, I can create a curriculum to fit the individual child versus having this overall broad curriculum and making the child fit into it. What I've learned is that since taking my child out of public school and homeschooling her, she has been able to thrive in a way that I'm not sure she would have been able to do inside of public school. Because it's not just the, the, the learning aspect, because that's a big part. It's a big part. What they're teaching and what they're not going to teach. And I'm going to tell you guys a story, but let me finish this thought. It's not just that. It's the child or the children being able to just be themselves and be just be. Not being pressured to, to fit in. Not being pressured to be liked or, you know, or teachers talking mad crazy to them or them just. Let's be honest. Y'all went to public school. Y'all know what it is. Imagine you went to public schools so, and, and you know what it was like then. Imagine what it is now. So it, it took me taking my child out of school, public school, doing my own research to realize that the school system isn't what we think it is. 
It's another business. It's a business at the end of the day. And what is the business going to always do? The business is going to do what's in the best interest of the business. That's what the business is going to do. The best interest of the business. The difference with public school, and I might be ranting, whatever. My iPad died, so we're going to go with the flow. My notes on my iPad, my iPad died. This is where we're at. All right. What was it? Oh, the difference is <laughs> with the school <laughs> business, what's different is they put on the guys or put on this front as if what they are doing is in the best interest of you and your child. When on the back end, there's doing what's in the best interest of their business. Let me say it again just in case you didn't understand me. School is a business. Colleges, they are businesses. And they put up this front as if what the, they're doing and decisions that they make are in the best interest of you and your child. But on the back end, they're doing what is best for their business. It took me taking my child out of school to see that. It took me reading things like the philosophy for the General Board of Education and when it was founded, who it was founded by, and all the other shit that that person did. Again, do your research. John D. Rockefeller, look him up. Um, it took me, and go get it twisted. So I've never been a parent where I just send my child to school and that's it. I let the school do all the teaching. That's not, I was never that parent. I was very active in my daughter's uh, life when it came to school. You know, I was there for awards. I was talking to teachers. I was going to the uh, open house nights and stuff like that, meeting her teachers, talking to them and all that stuff. Wasn't on the PTA because I had to work. But, you know, and I just, it wasn't my, it wasn't my area. I just wasn't, just not what where I needed to be. But very why very active and um yeah very active in in her life you know if she you know helped her with her homework make sure she did her homework make sure she understood her homework make sure she worked on her handwriting you know um if there was ever a dip in her grades and I knew something was going on okay what's going on like, if her grades dipped even a little bit, I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Like, what's the problem? You know? So, I was that type of mother where I was very active in her education. Um, and it took me pulling her out of school. And this is where my story time comes in. Pulls me out, pull her out of school to realize that these people have been lying to me the whole entire time. These people had been lying to me. So... They put my daughter in what is called AAP classes, which is basically for her age at the time, 
was like an advanced class for her advanced math and reading class for her grade level and um, she started having problems when they put her in this class and I'm like well if she tested in these classes and you said she'd be in these classes like why is she struggling in these classes so I go have conversations with the teachers <coughs> and try to figure out and try to understand like why is she having these problems and you know they was making it seem like oh well she doesn't you know she doesn't work fast enough that's what they told me she doesn't work fast enough you know I do time tests and she you know she doesn't work fast enough listen my baby's nickname is grandma it's her name for a reason okay so I know she doesn't work fast she don't do nothing fast you know she take a time with everything i.e. her name is grandma okay <coughs> so okay went through that with the teacher because she was basically failing her because she wasn't getting uh, she wasn't finishing her time tests or her timed assignments and so she was getting low grades on these assignments because they were incomplete and the teacher was putting these in as failing grades and she was failing I'm like well you know so who I am trying to like well Mary you gotta work faster you gotta work faster no mm -mm. so again took her out of school and realized that my child was at the time she was in fourth grade did not know basic multiplication but they had her in AAP classes okay so why would they have her in AAP classes okay so you go ahead and do some more research did more research and you read things such as the no child left behind act and you read what that actually means and you also understand and you research and you read about these um, these programs the AAP classes and how the school gets certain funding for a certain amount of students that are in these classes oh so if they don't have children that actually score where they should be to be in these classes then they put the children who don't belong in these classes in these classes and then these children fail in those classes because they don't belong in those classes because it is a harder level of math and reading for them at those grade levels but he's like well why would they do that why why would they put these children in these classes if they know that they don't need to be in there and that these classes are harder for them and that they may fail oh well there's the no child left behind act and also, they have to get their funding from the state. Hmm. But these aren't things that we typically think about as parents when it comes to sending our children to school. I know I didn't. It's not until now that I, after I didn't take my children out of school that I realized that this is all the things that are going on behind the scenes, behind the curtain. It just isn't until now that I'm asking these types of questions. And then I suggest that everyone ask these types of questions. Why would they put your child in a program that they know your child is going to suffer in? That they know your child is going to struggle in? Why would they do that? And I know I'm probably going off on a tangent. Get used to it. This is what it is. This is what it is. Get used to it. But ask yourself that question. Why would they do that? 
Your, your baby bring home a letter. Oh, my baby in AAP classes. My baby is so smart. Your baby has been in this class a half, uh, or half the year and is struggling. Grace is dropping. Why? Your child is in AAP, AAP classes and don't know basic math, basic multiplication. Why? Your child is in the seventh grade and reading on a fourth grade reading level. Why? Why? Ask those type of questions. And I had someone say to me, well, when does it become the parent's responsibility? Now, I'm not going to put all of this on the school systems. I'm not going to do that. And I know I'm supposed to be talking about me homeschooling, but we let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation, right? I'm not saying that this is all the school's fault. I'm not saying that. Because parents are also to blame. One, because we put so much trust in them to teach our children that we take the back seat. When I say we, I'm not talking about me personally. I'm not talking about me personally. I'm just saying we as a people, as parents, we take the back seat, right, to our children's education because we put them off to them. It's easier it's easy, right? It's easy to give the children to them to teach them. But then you get mad and you get upset about the assignments that are given. Or you get a pro- and you have a problem when you're, the teacher try to correct your child. Like, oh, ain't nobody going to tell me how to raise my child. Ain't nobody going to do this. Ain't nobody going to do that. What the hell do you think they're doing? What do you think they're doing? Yes, the schools are to blame. The system is fucking broken. But also, yes, stop taking a backseat to your child's education. Stop taking a backseat to raising your children. <clears throat> and some people can get mad. Guess what? I don't give a shit. Because, again, take it from someone who's been there. I did it. I did the same thing. I believed these people when they told me that my daughter should be in an AAP class. And when it wasn't until I took her out, I realized how much she was struggling, struggling. How much she she didn't even know basic multiplication. I'm talking five times four. Nine times three. Like basic multiplication. And it wasn't until then that I realized that. And it, and it was then that I realized I'm not sending my children back. I'm not doing it. So what do we do? We worked on the things that she needed help on. And we stayed on those things until she got it, until she understood it, until she could comprehend it. And then we moved forward. Schools don't do that. You either get it or you get left behind. You either get it or the teacher's moving on. She's not, she doesn't have the time to stop and wait for you to understand it and for you to get it, for you to comprehend it. Most of the time you go home, do the children go home and do homework, the parents don't have the time. But then we wonder why our kids, why, excuse me, not kids, because they're not goats, children. We wonder why our children 
don't have the tools they need to be successful. We wonder why. Again, I went to went all through public school, graduated, graduated high school, went to college and was hit with the door. So unprepared. At least in the territory that I'm in, high school, public school does not prepare you for college. If you choose to go to college, it does not prepare you. And again, I'm going off topic, but it's still on topic. Listen to what I'm saying. If you choose to homeschool your children, there is help out there for you. There are resources out there for you. And a lot of them are free. What you might pay for is you might pay for someone's time. Someone to sit down and talk to you and tell you step by step what to do to homeschool. That you might pay for. But all the other resources, most of them are free. Right? But if you can't homeschool your children or you choose not to homeschool your children, at least be more active in their education. Find out what they know. Find out what they don't know. Find out what they're struggling with. Don't believe everything these people are telling you. Do the work and figure it out for yourself. Is my, like, is my, does my child really need help in this area? Is my child really doing well in this area? Because those grades on a piece of paper those letters on a piece of paper don't mean shit. They don't mean nothing. And I'm telling you this from experience. At the end of the day, they don't mean anything. Fun fact, grades don't mean shit till you get in high school anyway. Another fun fact, everything that they do up until the grade of nine is repeated over and over. Everything that they learn is just repeated every single year. Just add a little bit more onto it. It really don't count to high school. That's when it really counts. All right. So I chose to homeschool my children, and my reason, my why, is because I wanted something different for them. Because I wanted them to, and I'm looking off because I'm looking at my son as he's sleeping in in my room right now. I'm just looking at him, just sleep, just passed out. And I'm thinking about all the things I want for him, all the things I want for my daughter, and the type of individuals that I know that they are. I know that they're not made for the public school system. And when I say that, what I mean is that. They're not the type of children that are going to easily conform to to the school system. Teachers talking to them crazy. They're not going to, not these children. I'll be getting called every day. Especially that one. You know, but he's allowed, they're allowed to just be themselves. They're allowed to have interests and passions about certain things and be able to learn those things. Now, not after they not after they've graduated high school, they have a curriculum that fits them, their interests. I'm able to teach them about who they really are, not the lies and the whitewashed bullshit. I get to teach them their true history and who they are. I get to give them a different perspective 
I get to give them a different perspective other than that they came from slaves. That that their ancestors were were beaten and forced to work for nothing. I get to tell them truth. To show them truth. Not just tell it to them. Not just show it to them. But to actually educate them on truth and who they are and where they come from. So that they're not lost. There's things that my children are learning at 5 and 14 that I didn't know until I was an adult. Past high school and dropped out of college. Teaching them how to do things like garden and be able to, to take care of themselves and preserve foods. Teaching them how to use herbs to heal their body. Teaching them how to identify plants in our backyard that may have medicinal benefits. That type of learning, they're not going to get that in public school. And some people are like, oh, well, I can't afford. Bullshit. That's an excuse. Because we homeschool on one income. What do I do? I set a budget. I don't spend over $300 a year for homeschool. Sometimes I spend way less than that, depending on what I bought the year before. Again, free resources. You don't want to homeschool? Then just say that. But don't say you can't do it. Because you can. You can. Because let's be honest. Are these children really learning? Are they really getting what they need? And I'm not talking about no private schools. Or nothing like that. I'm talking about public school. The everyday regular schmegler public school that most of our children are going to. Are they really getting what they need? Or is it just a daycare at this point? I drove by a high school the other day and there's a sheriff office on the same property as the high school. And I immediately thought prison. Immediately. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. My op- See what happens when my iPad dies and I get off topic. You, you see where we at? Like, goodness gracious. Anyway. Homeschool. So, yeah. Um, homeschool, just like motherhood. It ain't easy. It's not always easy. Um, especially the transition out of homeschool, it wasn't easy for us just because I had to like, you. if you look into homeschooling, you're going to hear the term de-school, which is basically like getting away from what school is, like getting away from like public school and the way that those, that structure is set up and not bringing that into your homeschool experience in short terms. That is basically what it means. So I basically had to de-school myself because, again, I went to public school and that's what I was used to. So I had to de-school myself to um, 
not do certain things like waking up six o'clock in the morning to homeschool hell no didn't work for me didn't work for her Ugh. or trying to set her schedule up similar to public school that didn't work either you know or trying to teach the things that public school teaches most definitely did not work it just wasn't in, aligned with it with us and so it was a struggle in the beginning once i de-schooled myself and we threw all of it out the window and started over things began to move a little bit smoother for us. Um, it was still a transition because it was hard for her because, oh, she misses her friends. Oh, she wants to see her friends. But then after I was having conversation after conversation on friendship, what it is, what it isn't, you know, and, you know, how people grow up and all that stuff, like, then she was okay. You know, she was okay with it. Now she's 14. If I ask her if she wants to go back, she tells me no. I often do that just to mess with her. Or, you know, like, all right, I'm going to see you back to school. And she's like, no, you're not. You're not. It's not what you're doing, lady. You're not going to do it. Which I'm not. Just joking with her. But, you know, now she doesn't want to go back. And she's enjoying the things that she's doing. Elijah, my son, he's just getting started. Just getting started. I got years to go with him. For her, you know, she's now high school grades. And if you ever see me talk about grades or grade levels and you see me do the quotations because I don't really, I do, I say it so that people can understand where we are, but I don't really go by the, by the grade thing. My children learn what they want to learn at the speed that they want to learn it. So if Elijah is five and he's working, supposed to be in kindergarten and he is reading on a second grade level cool beans but to me he's just reading it he's reading at his own speed you know my she's in high school she knows japanese how many children quick question how many children do you know that are freshmen in high school and uh they know japanese my daughter is one of them she's the only one i know but um yeah, so that's what I had to do. I had to de-school and, you know, step away from thinking that it had to be this way or thinking that it could only be this way, you know? And it's, again, like what I had to think, like what does homeschool look like for us? <coughs> what, is I, what do I want it to look like for us? What does I want this experience to be for us? And so I had to create that and we did. And we've been homeschooling for about five years now. <coughs> my oldest don't want to go back. And <coughs> my youngest won't know nothing else. Um, and they're, you know, they're happy. And I'm happy because they're happy. And, you know, I get questions like, oh, one of the most, I don't want to say dumb. I don't want to say stupid is a question that I get all the time that is kind of annoying and it's like oh how are they socialized listen being a homeschooler does not mean that being a homeschooler does not mean that we are stuck in the house there's bars on the window and we don't ever go nowhere that's not what homeschool means all right like we go on field trips we've been to the field trip to the airport twice we go to the museums you know, we, you know, my, well, my daughter, she was in gymnastics. She was socializing with people that way. She's not in gymnastics anymore, you know, but the children still socialize. Like 
they talk to you. They go places and they talk to other people. They're still socialized. Like, that's like another dumbass excuse. Like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. There's co-ops. There's homeschool, homeschool groups. There's homeschool associations. There's homeschool groups that you can join if you're worried about your children and socializing. Or you can just take your child to the park. Take them to the park. There's children at the park. They can socialize with the children at the park. Take them to the museum. They can socialize with other children at the museum. There's different homeschool events in your community. Take them to these things. They can, like, I don't, like, socialization is least of your worries when it comes to homeschool. Children at home get homeschooled, they socialize plenty. Okay? My son's always talking to me. We socialize. All right? That's that. Um, where else? I feel like this episode is a little bit all over the place, so we're going to chop it up and end it soon. Um, again, this is what happens when my iPad dies and my, like, my keynotes or my key points that I want to hit, I am not in front of me. This is what y'all get. It's kind of all over the place, but what I speak is truth and, um, honesty. So, yeah, this is what you get. Um... But yeah, my husband introduced the idea to me that we should homeschool. I was scared at first, wasn't sure, didn't know nobody, did my research, found the philosophy for the general education board or board of education or whatever it's called. And I was like, hmm, well, that's interesting that they would say that. Okay, let's do some more research. And then I figured out how I had to, the process I needed to take my child out of school. And I also figured out what my laws and requirement was for the territory that I reside in that I'm domiciling. Um, and, um, the first year was hard as hell. I threatened to send her back because she was driving me crazy. She was just, we was just bumping heads, fight, you know, going against each other on this homeschool thing. Um, and after I was able to de-school and separate myself from where I, the way that I assumed that it needed to be and actually create a homeschool style and a homeschool environment that work actually worked for us and our family things began to get a lot easier and a lot smoother for us um i create my children curriculum um we don't do box curriculum i create their curriculum which is basically a combination of me either one actually creating the curriculum or the assignments or whatever it is we're doing and also pulling from other resources to create a curriculum that fits them as individuals and what they're interested in what they're passionate about my daughter, she um, she is interested in becoming a doula. Um, she paints, and she's also very passionate about Japanese. Her curriculum fits that. All right? She's also a very hands-on type person, and depending on the subject, she doesn't really need a lot of my help. She's more so of, let me do it, and if I need your help, I'll ask. That's the type of person she is. Now, I can already tell with my son, he is a very, he does not like repetition. I got to keep it exciting and fun for him. Don't like repetition, right? And he is also very interested in, he's interested in things like um, how to, how things are created and how things are made. So he's in the process, He's um, he also likes talking about body parts. He has a anatomy encyclopedia and I read it, read to him from it sometimes before bed. His choice not mines but that was the type of things that he wants read to him before bed so he's interested in body parts and anatomy and he's also interested in robots and putting together things which um, is a combination of both my dad and his dad 
now that I think about it. My husband is his real science type person. He even has his a degree in science. Uh, and my dad is a he's an actual mechanic. He his business is fixing and working cars. That realization was very weird for me just now. Anyway, that's the type of child that he is, but he doesn't like repetition. He doesn't like doing the same thing over and over. So I have to keep it spicy. I have to keep it exciting for him. Um, but he is a very hands-on learner. He likes to do things with his hands. He doesn't so much like to like <clears throat> read a lot. He likes to be read too, but if it's something that he has to read, he doesn't want to do it. But he likes to be read too. Um, but he likes to do physical things, like things with his hands, like projects. He calls them experiments. Like, that's what he likes to do. So, you know, just understanding that. And that's another thing. So, real quick. So, if you are going to homeschool, again, the number one thing is to de-school from that, right? Separate yourself from the way that you think that a school is ran. Or, like, just, like, don't think about how you were schooled or how you were taught in school. Don't do that. Create a homeschool environment that works for you and your family. That's first, all right? And throw out the excuses. I don't want to hear the excuses. Don't want to hear the excuses. Throw out the excuses. Do that, all right? De-school and create a homeschool environment that works for you and your family. Don't think that you have to have a homeschool room. You don't. I don't have a really big house. I don't. I don't have a really big house. Um, I have a normal-sized house like everybody else, so we don't have the space for a homeschool room so the whole house is the homeschool room wherever we see fit that's where we homeschool hell we might homeschool outside on the lawn on a blanket we may go to the, to the park and homeschool it's whatever works for you and your family and if you do want to have a homeschool room okay have one what i'm saying is that you don't have to have one to homeschool efficiently you don't have to do that okay and what else understanding both your child's teaching your child's learning style and your teaching style all right if you don't know what those are i don't want to go into it right now we can if you want another another episode about it we can do a whole episode on on learning styles if you want it let me know in the comments but you can google it learning style all right there are different learning styles every child learns differently okay as i was telling you my daughter she's a more of a you know, reading, let me, I'm a reading and I'm going to do it. But if I need your help, then I'll come get you. My son, he's very hands-on and he likes participation. He always wants help. Even when he don't need help, he wants help. So two different type of learners right there. So knowing your child's learning style. And then also for you, learn, knowing your teaching style and how you teach. And also realize that you can't teach two different children the same way because they're different. Two different people, all right? Two different personalities, two different interests. That's what you can do, all right? Also, know that homeschooling does not have to be expensive. Again, I set a budget every year, and I don't go over that budget, all right? I don't go over that budget. Sometimes I'm way under on that budget, so we got some extra spending money, all right? So create a budget, all right, for your lifestyle. Again, I homeschool on one income stream. That's from my husband. He's the He, he brings home the bacon, all right? We don't eat bacon, but he brings it home. Anyway, uh, and you can homeschool. You can homeschool, you know. I have a friend that I, I you know, I started homeschooling, and, and then she started homeschooling her son. And she's a single mom, and she homeschools her son. So it is very much possible to homeschool your child 
on no matter what your educational background is. I didn't finish college. You know, I, the things that I don't know, I learn and then teach them to my children or we learn it together. All right. You can homeschool your child no matter what your educational background is. You don't have to be a teacher. You don't have to major in sociology. You can teach your children. All right. You can also homeschool no matter your financial situation. All right. Again, we have one income. One person bringing home a check. All right. We set a budget and we use free resources. Free resources. We use used books. Um, we get free books. People are always giving me books. Um, if you hear this podcast and you need books, reach out to me. I have about three big totes of books that I'm willing to exchange. It's called a book swap, where if you have a book that you want to give away and no longer need, but I have a book that you need, we could just swap the book. You know, I might not need the book, but somebody else might need it that comes, excuse me, that, that comes along. All right. Hit me up if you need books. Um, what else? If you choose not to homeschool your child, your children, then I suggest you not take the back seat when it comes to your child's education. And what I mean by that is to be more active. Don't just believe what these teachers and these schools are telling you. All right. Don't just solely go off of a piece of paper with some letters on it. Because just because your child is bringing home A, Bs, or B, Cs, or A, Bs, and Cs, does not mean that your child comprehends what they need to be able to comprehend to be successful within their education. All right? Just because they bring home A's and B's and they have them in AAP classes, does not mean that your child knows basic multiplication. Does not mean that your child knows how to read or spell. All right? Now, again, I'm not just talking shit. I'm speaking from experience. All right? Now, am I saying this is the case across the board for every child? No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you're not going to know until you do your due diligence and you pay attention to your child and your children to know if they're learning what the schools are saying that they are learning. That's all I'm saying. All right? All right. Again, I know this episode was a little bit longer than usual, and that's because I got off on topic and going on my little tangents. Sorry, not sorry. This is what it is, all right? Um, if you would like to check out some homeschool resources and other things pertaining to homeschool, check out my Instagram, The Cultivating Mom, where I do... Uh, basically share my homeschool experience, put out some nuggets about homeschool, and also create and sell some homeschool resources that are very inexpensive. Um, also, if you would like to support me any other way, you can also check out my other business, Arapel Wellness, at Arapel Wellness on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Also, follow Rooted in Muddy Waters on Instagram and TikTok. Um, that's it, y'all. That's all. That's it. I love y'all. Again, this episode was a little bit all over the place. Um, you know, take what you need and leave the rest. All right? All right. As always, send in peace and love your way.
Layla's. 